Hey you guys, Lindsay here. Just wanted to pop in with a quick note before we get this episode started. First of all, we wanted to take this opportunity to thank you all for how amazing you all have been. We are so blown away by the support and love that we've received from you. We are so excited to continue putting out quality content for you guys because you all deserve it. Let's be real. We can't do this without you and you amazing people deserve the best. That being said, we have now recorded this episode not once, not twice, but three separate times. As mentioned real quick in the last episode, we have been experiencing a small bit of sound issues with one of our pieces of equipment. That piece of equipment has since been replaced, but we still experienced a small bit of it throughout this episode. We decided to go ahead and re-record the bit that we had heard issues on with the new piece of equipment, so you are going to hear some differences in the sound quality throughout this episode. However, we wanted to just give you this quick disclaimer of what to expect. Know that since we have now resolved this issue, we are so ready to put out the highest of quality content that you all deserve. And we again, like we said, wanted to thank you one last time for how amazing and supportive you've been. We love you guys so much and we can't wait to keep making episodes for you. So stay tuned and cheers. Hello, everyone. Hello. What's up? I'm Lindsay. I'm Dana. And this is Tipsy Trials. Welcome back. So, y'all, we're going to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> we had recorded this episode. And then? We got all through it. And then I played it back. It and was? It, it was rough. There's, you know, the episode's great. We sound wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's this lovely noise that keeps interacting with our voices to the point where... For your ear's sake, we're not going to make you listen to that. I would go as far to say it could have been a spirit. <laughs> it could have been some paranormal activity. I don't know. Some seltzer. I get it. I right. mean, who doesn't? Long lost alcoholics coming to interrupt our awesome. podcast. <laughs> but we're going to record it again. Yep. And, and we're still going to give honest reviews, but you know... It, Unfortunately, it's not as blind tasting. We've tasted them <laughs> We've had now, them before. but we're gonna we're gonna still give you our honest opinions, and we're gonna give you know our thoughts, and we're going to talk some stuff in between. Yes. And I'm still really excited about this topic. I'm actually thrilled to talk about it again because <laughs> Dana has seen my notes on it, and they're extensive. <laughs> we're gonna learn a lot, but we'll get into that in just a little bit. I want to go back to the Blues Blues topic from last week. Okay. (laughs) So I saw this tweet and I just, I had to screenshot it just to read it back to you all. Oh, God. It cracked me up. This is for all of our older listeners who maybe were too old for Blues Clues, like myself, as we remember. (laughs) 
So someone tweeted, I'm too old to know about Steve from Blues. Oh my God, I can't even read. Hello? I'm too old to know what Steve from Blues Clues is talking about, but if Teddy Ruxpin would like to formally apologize from, for scaring the bejesus out of me <laughs> when we first met, I'm willing to listen. I feel that. <laughs> you know, in all honesty, that was in the 80s. I, even with the technology we have today, if they came out with Teddy Ruxpin right now, I'd run for the hills. But didn't I feel like they came out with like a newer oh model gosh. in like the look. early two thousands? I'm a little okay. nervous. <laughs> I actually have a funny tweet about the Blues Clues thing too. While you're looking that up, okay. this guy said, "We're all so emotionally damaged from this last year and a half that Steve from Blues Clues was like, I have to address this nation." <laughs> and I was like, you know what? They could not have come at a better time. He literally <laughs> was like, "The people need me." Yes. <laughs> for president 2024 we're all in the background like steve 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 he's the new bill nye yes you can't hear my fist bumping but it was it was passionate so i don't see may 2018 it was announced that alchemy and the jim henson would make a new teddy ruxton series animate oh okay so not the toy no all right 2016 2017 i can't find a picture of it though you know what the reason i remember it now that you say the year is because i remember seeing it doing that looks like christmas shopping yeah doing christmas shopping for lucas when he i guess he would have been almost two at that time those eyes will bear into your soul oh look at him you'd think if they're gonna make a new version they make it less creepy yeah we're gonna share this online for everyone but oh my god (laughs) (laughs) we found one with the lazy eye that is all i'm going to say (laughs) that's the that's the teddy ruxman on crack model (laughs) it's so bad so many photos none of which he looks safe it's like when you look at the older models of chuck e cheese and what he used to look like compared to now you say chuck e cheese i still go back to the easter buddy y'all the easter buddy scares the living (laughs) shit out of me and if you're not afraid of the easter Bunny, i don't know what life you've been living but go ahead and take a good look at some of the photos of the easter bunny at the mall i don't care if it's the old one it could be the new one Mm. he's terrifying yeah uh Pretty much, unless it's a Disney character, we don't like people in costume. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) So, speaking of alcohol, we have some to try for you all today. Yay! So, I believe this week was Dana's pick. What are we drinking, Dana? We are going to be drinking the White Claw Surge, which, you know, I'm a White Claw girl, so these are near and dear to my heart. Really excited to try. Um, I think... Some of these are flavors they have in the other packs, but I think a couple are new. So we have natural lime, blood orange, cranberry, and blackberry. So I think maybe, I know they have lime in their other packs. Mm-hmm. They definitely have a tangerine in the other packs, but the other flavors are were new to us in our original record. Um, so yeah, I guess we could just get right into it, start tasting. Perfect. Now, I am a little wary. I am not a White Claw girl. I am truly, full-heartedly, I love Truly. It was probably my first seltzer, and White Claw never quite took that away from me. Um, 
on top of that, I'm not the biggest citrus drinker. It's just not my flavor profile preference. It, it doesn't hit the tongue right for me. Um, but you know what? I'm very open-minded. I love seltzers. I'm, I'm a seltzer slut. I'm always willing <laughs> to find a new flavor. So you know what? Let's dig in. Just a quick reminder of our rubric. We're going to be grading one to five on flavor, accuracy of flavor to name, day drinkability, and smell. So yes. let's drink. All right. So we're going to try blood orange first. Perfect. All right. I'm a little nervous for the smell of this. Orange is probably one of the most offensive smells for me. All right, it's light. It's not too bad. Yeah, I like it. Mine smells like vodka. It does. <laughs> so, but I think with the, so these are an 8% alcohol percentage oh, versus right. typical Surge. seltzers Duh. are around between 4 and 5%. So I'm right. so first expecting all of these. I'm a little slurry by the end of the day. <laughs> Don't know why. I'm expecting all of them to have a stronger taste, but we'll see. Oof. Okay. All right, cheers. Cheers. Okay. It's light. It's not too heavy on the orange at mm -hmm. all, nor the alcohol. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I definitely think it has that blood orange taste. There's a clear differentiation from their tangerine orange flavor versus this blood orange. So, I like it. So, but let's go ahead. Smell. Let me sniff again. Um, it's not an offensive smell. I'm going to say three and a half. Wow. That's high for you and for a I citrus don't smell though. Oranges. <laughs> <laughs> I smell vodka. I love vodka. That is my liquor of choice all day. Maybe some whiskey in the back end. <laughs> mm. I'd give it a four. Okay. I like the smell. Um flavor let me try. Between a four and a five. Maybe okay. a four and a half. I I'm really undecided. <laughs> I'm gonna go three. It's not, it's not overly citrus, which is the only thing keeping me going. Granted, the citrus punch from the Truly Punch Packs mm -hmm. was far and wide the best flavor. Which I'm so shocked to hear. Maybe oh Lindsay, God, so maybe Lindsay's coming around to the citrus world. I don't know. You know, they say your taste buds change every five years or so. Yeah, five or seven, somewhere around well, there. We're not going to reveal my age, but I'm coming up on a time where I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Accuracy. I'd give it a five. I mean, it, I, I wouldn't. It's a two. It doesn't taste like oranges at all. The fact that I could drink it should be the proof that it's the lowest right. score on that range. Day drinkability, though, because of that, I, I could do a four. I could drink this most of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say right. a four or five. It's well, we, up there. We have a lot to get through today, so we're going to go ahead and test our lime real quick. Yes. Okay, this scent is way more citrusy. I smell the lime immediately. And mm -hmm. when it comes to citrus, lime is probably the scent that I prefer the most. This is probably a good four for me. Yeah, I'd say a four. I'm getting like a pie, though, like a key lime pie. Are you getting that? Yes, very much so. Okay, right. clearly based on our past two ratings, we need some pie in our life. Cheers. Cheers. It tastes like it too. Mm. There's this mixer. You can buy it at any grocery store. It's that key lime juice. 
it's different than lime juice because it does have more of a key lime flavor. Mm -hmm. And I actually use it in my water quite frequently because lime is probably the one citrus that I can handle. And this reminds me very strongly of that. I haven't had that. That's in my fridge. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely got a strong lime flavor, but I'm definitely getting more of a key lime. Regardless, it's lime. Yeah, it's a lot stronger. I mean, right away, let's jump to flavor accuracy. It's, it's a good five. This is way more accurate than the orange. Yeah. Um... I'd still give it a four, four and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's there <laughs> just because I'm getting more of a key lime. Okay. But the orange tasted orange to you? Yeah, it did. All right. Different tastes for different people. Different tastes for different people. <laughs> um, flavor overall, probably more of a three and a half for me. Again, I like citrus. Lime's probably my go-to mm -hmm. if I have to choose one, but it's still citrus. Yeah. Right, let me bump that to a four. I'll be nice. I'm kind of the opposite where I don't always love the lime flavor. So I don't know. I'll give it like a three and a half. I'm starting to wonder if that's a trend. I find people who don't tend to veer to citruses prefer lime if they're going to have any choice whatsoever. But people who like citrus lean towards lemon and oranges where that because it's probably more acidic. If you're not a citrus drinker, that is mm -hmm. not where you're headed, and you will avoid it like the plague. Right. I find that true citrus lovers like the lemon. I mean, yeah, the lemons, the oranges, the grapefruits. I'm kind fine of with that grapefruit. side. Um, I've I, never there's... had an issue with grapefruit. It's it's specifically orange and lemon for me. Well, your taste buds are going through a transition right now, so you never know. No, orange is never going to be on there. You could lemon wake up a lemon creeps lover. creeps in occasionally. Not strong lemon. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> oh, terrible. Um, and day drinkability. This is actually probably lower than the orange, only because the orange, for me, does not really taste like orange at all. Mm -hmm. um, maybe. Yeah, it's this probably the same level for... Right now, because you've only done the citrus, I'm not the most impressed. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely light, so I like that part about it, so I'd give it a four. Even though, like, the flavor isn't the best for me, I could drink it all day just because it's not too overwhelming. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and continue sipping these two and mull over our final scores while starting to talk about some topics that are near and dear to our hearts. One being true crime. We are both huge true crime lovers. We absorb it like the sun. We just <laughs> suck it right up. <laughs> um, we listen to all the big podcasts. We watch it on TV. ID. That's the channel, right? Discovery ID. or Thank what's you. It? It's, Inve it's, 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 investigation it's, Discovery. Thank you. I, they've moved <laughs> it. They've changed it. It's confusing now. ID is the abbreviation. Right. Of Great channel. Um, we love true crime. But we didn't want to do a true crime podcast because let's be real. There's a million of those. We wanted to focus on something a little more fun for us. That's right. seltzer. But we still want to give you a taste of one of our interests, which is true crime. Another large interest of mine that Dana is dabbling in, mm -hmm. not maybe as heavily as me, but I love reality TV. It is yep. The best trash out there, and oh my god, people who don't like it, they're trying to take it seriously. 
don't go in to take it seriously. <laughs> it's supposed to be funny. It's probably not supposed to be funny, but it's hilarious. Right. If you go in with the right mindset, reality TV is just mwah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But one of the biggest things that just premiered on Hulu, well, premiered, reposted on Hulu mm. was Wife Swap. And all over the place, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, we're seeing people talk about it. And we wanted to get in on the fun. Yes. Thanks to TikTok user Chelsea Brigenay. Her username is Watch Brigenay. It was brought to my attention the Wife Swap episode where, unfortunately, one of the children later in life, about 10 years later, murdered <laughs> the mother and the younger brother. Which is just crazy. But once you understand the story and the family dynamic, it starts to make a lot more sense. It's a lot of the whole debate over nature versus nurture. We kind of just, you know, wanted to go ahead, read up on the murder, and then go back and watch the episode and see if we could kind of interpret where he might have had these issues. Mm -hmm. But Where did it all go wrong? To talk a little bit about the murder itself, um... This is not a crazy murder, you know. All the true crime podcasts and the shows, they focus on really insane stories. That It's, it's unbelievable some of the stuff that goes down. Mm-hmm. This is not one of those. Unfortunately, it was just a simple murder. The police had never been to the house before. They really never received complaints. But Jacob Stockdale, um, age 20... Age 25 at the time. So Jacob Stockdale, age 25 at the time, this was in 2017, um, the police were called to the house and they discovered a figure by the door that was not moving. They proceeded upstairs to find the mother, Kathy, laying, already slain, and Jacob in critical condition because he had turned the gun on himself after that. Mm -hmm. The figure by the door was the youngest brother, 21 at the time, James. Um, there's really not a lot past that. I mean, there's still not a motive that's been identified. He's gone through trial a few times. He keeps going on the insanity plea. We'll get Mm -hmm. to that more in the episode of why that's so important. Um, he actually has been in a mental hospital for the past few years awaiting trial that keeps getting delayed because of COVID. But the mental hospital, he's tried to escape from it twice already. Like, he... There's something not fully there. Right. He's clearly struggling. Um, Definitely needs some help. But, again, the upbringing and the family, I mean, it it just makes sense. And it's really sad. It is. It is. And, you know, this is a bit of a trigger warning. We're not going into this and to discount and go hard on this family to say that anyone deserved this. Nobody ever deserves to die. Right. But, you know, it's very eye-opening when you watch the episode just how they take conservative family to a whole other level right it's intense but because there's not a whole lot to the story he has now been i believe sentenced to 30 years we're still kind of trying to figure that out the articles kind of jump around um he did he did finally plead guilty but it was on a plea bargain so we're gonna kind of go into the episode um, so this episode was season four, episode 15. It premiered on April 23rd, 2008. And the families were Stockdale, who is, of course, the murder family, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, they are pro- 
perceived as a conservative family with high family values. Right. And the Tonkoviches, who are, uh, they're a lot looser in their ways. Right. They're not big structure people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any notes on the Tonkoviches. <laughs> <laughs> I was so enthralled by the Stockdales that I... I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, it's like they're just in a totally different world, very <laughs> off grid. So, I mean, it, it was definitely more interesting to learn about their kind of family dynamic because right. I think what we saw in the Tonka Benches is a lot of what you see in normal American families. Mm-hmm. I could definitely agree with that. So, there's Kathy, the mom, Tim, the dad, Calvin, who at the time was 19, he's the oldest son. Charles, who at the time was 16, Jacob, our murderer, 15, and James, 11, who was the son who was unfortunately killed by his brother. Sweet James. He, he was my is favorite. so sweet. Like, yeah, I was really upset. Honestly, we watched the episode and then did a little bit of research. And when I realized which son it was, not that the other two like would have been like me cheering, right. but James was my favorite favorite the entire episode he was just so open to all of the suggestions and the new you know things that the other mom was bringing into their life and he was just so upbeat and yeah it was just it was really sad to see that's who that that had happened to him ahead of him right but anyways, it starts off by introducing them as a family bluegrass band. And to be completely honest, they are phenomenal. They're really good. <laughs> like, I don't listen to a lot of bluegrass. I know the country stations will play it, like, on Sundays. On, like, Sundays, yeah. yeah. It's always so weird when I had the country station <laughs> off previously in my car and I turn it on for, like, a second to run right. Especially if it's like early in the morning, they're like blasting it on there, and you're like, "Wait a second, I wasn't so listening to this." Shocking, <laughs> <laughs> but they're really good, and the mom is actually the manager. So this is where we start to notice some hypocriticalness, maybe mm-hmm. hypocrisy, and some irony. They moved away from the city to the country to avoid bad influences and develop wholesome values. Jim, Mm -hmm. the dad, quotes when they say this part that he heard gunshots the day they moved away and they knew it was the right decision. Which, in another part of the episode where it references their band and something that they had to do that the other mom suggests... You'll kind of see how this is very conflicting on the reason that they moved away from more of a populated area. It's right. just very confusing. It shows you that not everywhere. The con- the city versus country has nothing to do with what influences individuals ultimately. I think it was all about control. It was. Um, speaking of control... Dating is banned in the family. The oldest brother, Calvin, who was 19 at the time, had never kissed a girl. That's not shocking to me. I know people who, you know, were late bloomers, maybe didn't kiss somebody until much later in life, but I I get the sense he's never even spoken to a girl. Right. And that's, most people, it's, you know, they have some control over that. Either, it's not because they've been brainwashed and told they can't. It just hasn't been the right time for them. Right. 
in his case, he's been holding hands. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So one of my favorite quotes in this introduction was Kathy, who said that she does not allow dating because there are physical dangers like pregnancy, and it's not worth it. You remember getting pregnant just from holding Noah's hand? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. It was a tough time for us. (laughs) Everything I'd been told was a lie. (laughs) That's how it works, guys. (laughs) Be careful out there. You don't want to be on a date and then suddenly show up pregnant. You know, I'm sorry. I have to tell a funny small story. I used to go to youth group at a church with some of my friends in middle school. And my family wasn't super religious, but my friends were going and, you know, I just thought it would be a good thing for me. So my boyfriend actually went to the church as well. And one time we were holding hands and I guess they had this like, obviously you're not supposed to be affectionate or do anything like that in the church, which I understand. They called it purpling. And I never understood like why, uh, why, why? I still don't understand. What, what is the significance? What is purpling? And so they had like this whole thing, like no purpling guys. And we're like, Okay. Anyway, this has given me very much purpling vibes. What the hell is purpling? I don't know. I never understood <laughs> how the name to came about. Day, we don't know what purpling is. <laughs> I never understood it. It was very weird to me. Oh, goodness. Well, anyways. So, <laughs> Charles, the 16-year-old. So, they, for whatever reason, even though Jacob's 15, they keep calling Charles, who is only a year older, in Calvin... I, I get Calvin. But Charles, who's only a year older, the older boys. It's right. not a huge age gap here. These are teenagers and a preteen. I mean, let's just put that in perspective. Right. But Charles quotes, there are better ways to find out about girls than dating. And <laughs> books nice are on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> He's just way too old for his age like, oh my goodness he's I a should, kid i can you imagine what's been drilled in your head to believe that you're going to learn more about females via what you well, not tv because they don't watch tv no basically the what they're being told shows, sounds like they were mm-hmm. listening to from the 1950s <laughs> <laughs> sounds like they were pre-recorded yes it did oh goodness speaking of tv as we said it's banned along with video games they feel there's a moral obligation to censor all the kids watch and listen to. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Obviously, you want to keep your kids safe. These are teenagers. Mm-hmm. These are not Lucas, who, what, eight now, right? Seven, yeah. So, I don't even know. <laughs> who, that I understand, kind of censoring and wanting to make sure what they're listening to is still good and wholesome. Right. This is them trying to make sure that they're not being influenced by the outside world. Right. I mean, and again, it's just anyone who thinks differently from them is the enemy. That's who they want to keep out. Right. And we will get to that for (laughs) sure. Anyways, they were homeschooled. No problem with that. You know, whatever works for you. But one of the biggest things that we also noticed, and this is highlighted on TikTok if you go back and watch some of these, is that they have a token system for chores. I'm all for having a system for chores within the household, regardless of age. Hell, go do it with y'all significant others. If it works, it works. But what these tokens equaled out to and what they were given tokens to is the shocking part. So, of course, they have their chores. They have chickens on the farm. They have animals. They got all that fun stuff that they're taking care of. 
Some of the other chores included were saying yes, taking initiative, having a good attitude, and then I'm not sure what the first word were. First of all, mm-hmm. was surge kicking in. <laughs> but the second word was courtesy. So I assume it was having some sort of courtesy towards others. It's basically teaching them to just follow blindly. Yes. And that having a bad attitude. You know, and this is an odd spot. We're not saying that you shouldn't have a good attitude, but everyone has bad days. It's yes. okay to have a negative day. Hell, Dana and I come off of each other. We don't know why this happens, but we swear to God. The days that I'm having a rough one, she's perfect. It's, it's something <laughs> I don't know transfers. how this happens. But then the days that she's seriously struggling, whether it's with like whatever it is, honestly, yeah. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm just that guiding source because I'm in a good mood and it happens to us. Almost every time. It's rare. Literally. Or we're both in a good mood. It's rare that we're in a bad mood at the same time. Yeah, that's very rare. Which you would think would be a useful system in a family, too. Like, if one of the kids is having a bad day, then encourage the others. But you shouldn't be punished. Right. For no one's going to be happy about waking up at 5 a.m. taking care of chickens every single day, especially a child. Right. So, the other thing that cracked me up is they, you know, they get tokens to go to their rewards. They don't watch TV. They do a lot of radio shows. To earn these radio shows, 20 tokens. I mean, think how long it took them to earn that. And we don't know how tokens are awarded, but 20 is a really big, I assume that's not one day's worth. I mean, say they get five tokens in a day, still. (sighs) So... (laughs) I wrote in all caps because at some point they're having breakfast together and they pour this liquid that I thought Uh. was milk into a glass. And all I could write was, why was the milk chunky? It was like, (laughs) ugh, like worse than cottage cheese because it, because it looked like milk in the jar. And then when they poured it, it was like, it made this noise. It was chunky. It was like, just did not look appetizing. As you kind of read through, and I have some clippets from the manual, we'll get to that. We learned out later it was, oh God, I'm going to butcher the name, kefir, which I believe is a yogurt-based beverage mostly. Oh yeah, it's like, has like probiotics and stuff in it, I think. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. But (laughs) regardless, they don't tell you that in the episode, so all you see is some chunky Right, it's very dramatized. (laughs) Um, my other favorite part, and we'll, you know, take a quick break after this, but Kathy, when packing for her swap, packed a teapot (laughs) (laughs) and a very special beef broth that she intended for the other family. No other details about that. Just a very special beef broth. (laughs) Like, what is in this? Is there, are they going to be drugged? I don't know. (laughs) Chunks. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and then right before we go out, the last thing that I noted before the second half of the episode would be that Kathy, upon seeing the other family's yard, gets out of her car and says, looks like they don't care about their yard a lot. Their yard literally looks like mine, which is green and flush and perfectly fine. It was like (laughs) your standard, like, suburb neighborhood landscaping. I mean, Kathy and her family literally live on a dust dirt path so they live on a farm but i mean <laughs> it, 
It's nothing to write home about. The fact that her first thought was to judge something that was fine. Before she even met them. kind of kicks off exactly where we're going to pick up from in terms of her, let's be real, closed-mindedness. So, we're going to take a quick break, I think, get some refills, and we will be right back with our next two flavors and reviews, and then we'll finish out this episode for you all. See you soon. And we're back. Back in action to try some more seltzers. Got some freshies. So the next two flavors we're going to try are blackberry and cranberry, which I'm kind of looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Me too. I really love cranberries. <laughs> so they're not citrus. <laughs> I'm hoping they live up to the hype and the name sounds really good. So we'll see. So I guess we'll try blackberry first. Which one? Uh, the green. Green. Yeah. Hope we got a sniff. Sniff. <laughs> I'm ready to drink, damn. <laughs> Initial thoughts. I'm getting a berry smell. I'm not sure it's... A medicinal berry smell, but unpopular opinion. I love medicinal berries. <laughs> <laughs> I will drink grape, Dimetap, and Benadryl all day. You're going to pump my stomach in the hospital, but I'll right. do it. <laughs> It's supposed to be a punishment, but it's actually a treat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My parents never had problems making me take meds. Oh, yeah. Me either. I, to this day, if I'm having an allergic reaction, I take the children's Benadryl. Yeah, same. I like the, the liquid better. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we'll see what it tastes like, but I'm not loving the smell so far. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. All right. Interesting. Yeah, right off the bat, it's really nice. It's not blackberry. Mm-mm. I, probably in the last year or so, have discovered just how much I love blackberries. I've always loved blueberries. I'm kind of mad on raspberries. Sometimes they're very tart. Yes. Blackberries have become probably my second favorite. There might be up there with blueberries. I can't even say second favorite. They're probably tied. Mm-hmm. And... This does not taste like a blackberry. It almost seems like they just slightly variated the flavor of their black cherry because it tastes sort of similar to me, but definitely more berry. I'm just, I'm not getting blackberry like you said. It's just the flavor is not there. No. Um, I'd say flavor accuracy, probably close, maybe a two. Just because yeah. you do get the berry still. Right. Flavor itself. Uh, like, it's not bad. I'm suddenly remember forgetting completely what I did on the citrus. <laughs> I don't know, guys. We're getting close to forgetting our scores completely. It gets harder mm-hmm. if you keep drinking, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably give it like a three. Yeah, maybe three and a half for me. Okay. It's funny because even though we're not blind testing these, like we said, I, t- I might as well be. Like, I kind of forgot, even though it's only been a couple of days, what I tested and how it tasted at the mm-hmm. time. So. Yeah, not my favorite. Daydreamability. Sure. That's probably closer to a three because it is a bit sweeter. Yeah. And it's still, I mean, the 
the taste is not overpowering, surprisingly, which I've been shocked by these because I really thought that they were going to taste very strong, but they're not, mm-hmm. uh, they're not bad. They're all light, similar to the regular White Claws. So yeah, I'd say like a three, three and a half. Okay. All right. So cranberry. Cranberry. Uh, I already picked it up and started sniffing. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, the smell is amazing. It smells like Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Like good old tried and true yeah. canned cranberry I sauce. I love that smell. I don't know if it's quite a five. Just because cranberry in general, I don't think would be a five for me. Yeah, it's a four point five. It's it's nice. I enjoy it. It smells like straight up cranberry juice. I'm not mad at it. Like you could tell me this was a vodka cranberry, and I'd believe I'm, you. Get out of my head, <laughs> always. It's like she. It, mm. Our brains are connected. <laughs> All right, you're ready to try it? Yeah. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Yep. I love it. Oh, it's like tart too, like actual cranberry mm-hmm. juice. It's perfect. It's not too sweet, not too tart. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I don't, can you eat cranberries other than cranberry sauce? I don't think I've ever just eaten a cranberry. I think they're too hard. Like, yeah, I don't I think, think so you too. can actually eat them without cooking them. Okay, well, I was going to say, this makes me feel like I'm eating a handful of cranberries <laughs> without the hardness. Your teeth <laughs> might fall out, but you'll get the flavor. I'm sorry, and I'm already at the hospital because they're pumping out my stomach. Your dimetap. I can put new teeth in me. Jesus. I love this, though. This is like five out of five on everything, I feel like. This is my favorite oh, out of the pack, there. for sure. I'm going to go... No, okay. Yeah, five. It's good. Five for five. Well, we already know what our number one is. But let's Clearly. pull over the <laughs> other three and figure out where those are going to land for us. And this is going to be interesting. I know we talked about this a lot last time. We might have our first disagree. Yeah. I promise we don't always think the same, just a lot of the time. (laughs) Sometimes we have our own thoughts. Anyways, let's jump back into the crazy house and just talk a little bit more about this episode because, man, we only took you through the intro. We haven't even gotten into the swap. There's so much to unpack. Well, right off the bat, I was able to find the Stockdale Family Manual online because thanks to the great old internet, everything's out there these days. (laughs) And I went ahead and I screenshotted some of my favorite passages. I'm not going to go through them all. It was like 20 pages. I stayed up very light reading through it. But you know what? I, I want you all to get the real content and I'm willing to do it for you. Thank you for your service. So, right off the bat, you know, the intro to what they're talking about, same thing that we've already said, that they moved to the country, get the boys away from the city, blah, 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 this is banned, this is bad. But what got me is when she starts explaining the token system, she writes, and I quote, the boys receive tokens for every chore they do and an extra token if they do it with a glad heart, which explains the good attitude. Mm-hmm. They trade their tokens for privileges like listening to the radio, which we already discussed, <laughs> Or for a stick of gum. I can't. <laughs> it does not say how much a stick of gum is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, but imagine if you did all that work and then she gave you like that shitty zebra gum where the flavor only lasts for five seconds. You get cool tattoos though. Okay, but what a letdown. <laughs> 
I would be like, I did all that work for this. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't. It would be a flavorless gum, though. Even zebra would probably be too risky of being influential on her children. It has sugar. It's rainbow. <gasps> oh no! Mm-mm. Can't take the risk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she also talks about how she charges the boys a penalty if they're late for breakfast every two minutes. Cost them twenty five cents. Again, they're kids. They need sleep. She wants to teach them about being prompt. And, you know, I get it. I am one of the most prompt people I know to a fault. She is. I don't like being late. It makes me so uncomfortable. And I'm late sometimes. It's not often, but it happens. At the same time, I have a lot of friends that are also just, you know, they're late people. And that's okay. And I don't fault them for it. But this idea that you would charge someone, first of all, and you know, this might be true in a quarter, in an hourly job. But if you're working in a corporate world where you're salaried, it, it, two minutes, two minutes they're is not going to make a difference. No. I'm sorry. And if they are, then you need to find a new job because that's not how that works. So the next part of the manual that I found extremely interesting was upon being asked, did you or your partner go to college? Uh, Kathy, I was going to call him Jim again. Name is Tim. (laughs) Said both Tim and I went to college and studied agriculture. That's where we met each other in agronomy club and started to date before getting married. This is the part where it gets interesting. Although I dated when I was at college, I don't want my boys to date until they are ready to be married. <gasps> That's not fair. It's not fair. She had the experience. Why don't they get it? I mean, what would you have said if your parents told you, uh, Dana, you're not allowed to date. You're not getting married. Um, I'd be like, well, look who's talking. <laughs> You guys are not exactly the best example. I mean, and that's just... she made bad choices. Oh, I mean, she talks about dating in general, which makes me think she's not just talking about dating Tim. Tim? Yes, Tim. (laughs) Is it Tim? Is it Jim? We'll never know. (laughs) But regardless, she just... Don't you want your kids to have experience? Well, no, they don't. Who? What am I saying? Well, you can just teach them how to be responsible, safe sex, treating others mm-hmm. with respect. Dates mean pregnancy. Oh, it's abstinence or nothing. <laughs> abstinence from dating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. It's dating or being married forever. No, it's abstinence or being married forever. Right. That's what I mean. <laughs> so, this part blew my mind that she could even write this sentence but the next question that came up in the manual or the next question i screenshotted was what do you do as a family her answer first sentence life is not about entertainment and fun that wasn't the question What's about <laughs> that wasn't the question i just you know i do not promote a lot of leisure time for the boys yeah we know a lot of emphasis in the teen world is placed on hanging out with friends. We do not hang out. I insist that the boys have focus and purpose to any activity so that the boys do not become corrupted by meaningless relationships. I feel <sighs> like she's so busy 
focusing on the negatives in the world that she's not finding anything that they can do together. You could say uh, every Thursday night. In yeah, the, besides the bluegrass. Band. Right. <laughs> in the living room, we read our favorite passages from the Bible or we listen to our I favorite actually think radio they do show say that. together. Oh, they don't do the radio together. That's tokens. But is it, right. But is she treating it as a chore or something that they do together? It's like, is she... I don't know. The whole thing is very strange. And I mean, again, we're we're not trying to knock this woman and say that she deserved what she got. Because no one deserves that. But it's just very insightful into why, Mm -hmm. what made this kid possibly finally snap. Right. It just, uh, the brainwashing is, it's tremendous. On another level. Like, it's scary. We make Lucas do chores every day. But then, on Friday nights, we watch a movie. Or one night, we might play a board game. It's like, you have to, you can have fun together without being just complete mindless activities that are not valuable to them. Well, what's interesting is later in the manual, she admits that she is definitely stricter with her boys than her parents were on her. But America is a very different country now than when I was growing up. All right. Yes, it is. I mean, this was 2008. Mm-hmm. So, how, I can't she remember how old she was. She probably grew up in like the 70s, I would think. That's fair then, but... There's always been stuff going on in the world. To act like the outside world is that influential to your children's upbringing is absurd. They're going to learn eventually. Might as well open open them up to it in pieces as children. There's a way to limit it without blocking it out completely as if it doesn't exist. (sighs) It's just crazy. Anyways. um, Anyway. (laughs) Y'all, we're going to start a drinking game for you that every time I say, anyways, take a drink. We won't make it to the end of the podcast. Yes, please. (laughs) Um, So they talk about the first rule of this house is to obey your parents. Teaching the boys respect is vital in the world, modern world, where so many children disrespect adults. We don't tolerate any of the boys hurting each other physically or verbally. Oh, okay. And insist that if they make a mess, they clean it up. I, I just... What children, how many children does she think are out there disrespecting adults? Yes, there might be a small percentage, but why are we acting like 99% of children out there are, are like terrible? Right. Like, where is she getting this view of the world? It's the it's strangest so thing. Right. Right. And I mean, we continue to talk about the closed mindedness. It's, it's, I, I can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, there are bad kids, but. That's not the majority. No, and I, I just think to assume that these kids talking to anybody is automatically going to mean that they're going to associate with troubled and bad kids and it's going to lead them down a bad path. It's, it's absurd. I just, they've taken this closed-mindedness, conservative lifestyle to a whole other right. level. They're living in a bubble where I'm right, you're wrong, mm-hmm. don't touch me. And she can't trust. Her I kids. agree with the "don't touch me." Yeah, <laughs> don't touch me. Don't, don't get too me. close to me. Don't get near me. <laughs> Six feet away from me, forever. That was pre-COVID. <laughs> Please, let's make it twelve now. Please. <laughs> um. So that was, I mean, the main points. They have a small summary that kind of just reviews everything we've already talked about. I am going to post this in our socials. Go to our Instagram. Um, we'll make sure it's on Twitter. 
don't go to TikTok yet. We haven't posted there. <laughs> it's coming. Please stay tuned. But the link trees up on all of those. And we're going to have all the links there that you can get to the manual from. So that's a different term for anyways. Yes. <laughs> you can drink for that, too. Anyways. So let's move on to, oh, the meeting the families. Because we haven't even gotten there. All oh, last Lord. week, before we got to the manuals, we were judging the yard. <laughs> terrible landscaping <laughs> aka the most normal yard you've ever seen <laughs> so we've already said that unfortunately we don't have a lot of notes on the Tonkovich family we were so engrossed by the Stockdales that it, it just it is what it is right well, let's just move more on normal I mean there were yeah, some I things mean, that were a little extreme but it wasn't crazy yeah, the son's a rapper, which was different. Interesting. <laughs> but regardless, I mean, it, we just didn't... It was a different lifestyle. And we'll get to the small points of them. But one note that I could not help is when Kathy met them, Paul, who's the son, who's the rapper, she compared her to the 11-year-old. Now, I love James. He was He's sweet. my favorite. <laughs> he was adorable. <laughs> but she said, you know... Kathy calls her 11-year-old more mature than Paul. It was so clear in this scene that all Paul was trying to do was make her feel welcome and at home. And he seemed he seemed like such a blast in the moment. Right. This was literally upon meeting him for the very first time. He was like, this is what we do. This is our lifestyle. Yeah. Just I think he literally was like, oh, her. you didn't like rap before. You're going to love it yeah. on your way out. That's not immature. He's trying to make you feel at home. The fact that your judgmental level hits a point where <laughs> we're back to her. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I keep reiterating. I'm not trying to bash this woman. She it's just amazing to see how close my, I just, I don't think I realized how close minded people can get. And mm-hmm. that's saying something in this day and age. Right. I almost said it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Speaking of Paul, Paul has a girlfriend, Samantha, who lives within the home. And, you know, they meet the families. They're hanging out. They're doing the lifestyle that they would live if it was the opposite. You know, you know how Wife Swap works, I hope. Um, And they go and get their nails done. And Samantha is there and asks um, Kathy what Kathy would do if one of her boys... (laughs) married someone who was not a virgin and Kathy's response and I quote was if she didn't save herself for marriage would it be easier for her to cheat on him once they're married stop it I mean (laughs) I don't see what that has to do with anything right it's like what does that have to do with anything she committed to marrying the person that she's marrying so any previous relationships don't matter. It just, the whole thing's a little, we've said it's it, it's backwards. It just, these conclusions that they jump to, it can't, it shows you. I mean, we're just at the point now to look at the brainwashing in the future. It all makes sense when you watch the episode. It's very interesting to see the thought process and how it transfers down. Oh, <laughs> There's not man. much of a thought process. <sighs> well, let's keep going. <laughs> so let me see. The next part that I noted that was crazy was about, um, of course, the dating. <laughs> oh, so let's get to the rule change. 
The rule change happens, and there's some fun rules in there. You know, she's going to take out the natural food for processed food. Again, I'm fine with what they eat. I really don't care. It's up to them. Eat what you want. If that's what makes you feel good, that's what makes you feel good. But, you know, at the same time, yeah, let their kids have a little fun. They can have fast food every once in a while. It's not going to kill them. Slice of cake or some chips every once in a while. I don't fault her for trying to go the natural organic way i mean right they live on a farm so it's to be expected and good for her if she can if she can do that um she has them write the bluegrass wrap which is fun and we're going to talk about that a little later one of the lines <laughs> is a little risque it's, <laughs> it's a little hypocritical yeah. but that's more of the future um but the biggest thing was about the dating so she decides that the two oldest boys again i don't know why we're calling these older Oh, no, I said oldest that time. I'm sorry. They're a year apart. Let's stop yeah. with this crap. But she still separates <laughs> them. It's so strange. Well, the old two older boys, Calvin and Charles, are to go on a date. And, oh, man, this this just caused <laughs> the biggest... Not, I'm not going to say the biggest breakdown I've ever seen on Wife Swap. If you've ever watched Wife Swap, you know some people go insane. The biggest breakdown over such a simple rule mm-hmm. in that I've ever seen. It, it's <laughs> besides the bacon boy <laughs> storming out. <laughs> bacon is good for me. Been nice to you, but now I'm coming to the edge. <laughs> that episode is for another day. But so she tells them they're going to go on these dates and Calvin, the oldest boy. Okay, well, let me back up. So first the dad is just absolutely not I dated, I guess, similar to the mom. Mm-hmm. I care. I don't want my boys to experience that. I just, I, I have to wonder, did these people get stood up, broken? They must have been dumped at some point. Either that or they were whoring themselves out and they have some regrets. <laughs> There's very two which ways that can go. And it really does make you wonder. Because I could totally see them both being the type that... I don't want to say it. I was going to say, I could see them being the type that maybe were dated as jokes almost. Mm. And it's, it's hurt them to their core or right. They have a lot of regrets towards what they did. It happens. Or if they just got regrets, you don't have regrets. Yeah, of course. (laughs) If they just, or they could have just taken rejection too personally. Right. And they're still carrying some trauma from that. There's a lot of questions I have, but the whole thing about that, he just does not care for them to experience. But Calvin, the oldest son decides, you know what? I'm going to talk to Lori about this. Lori, again, being the other mom. Let let me. I'm gonna do it. And again, and that's he's very mature ni- as a 19 year old. He's 19. 19. Let's just reiterate that. And never kiss <laughs> a girl again. I don't care about that part. There are late right. bloomers. That's he doesn't seem interested in having to kiss a girl. But Calvin takes Lori outside and basically <laughs> starts crying. He's just oh my god! It's like you feel bad for him, but at the same time. You're struggling to process his emotion of why this upsets him so much. Is this really that big a deal? Panic attack. It's, oh my God. Well, he says that (laughs) she seems to think she's opening us up to see her way. I'm afraid. I'm I'm pretending to cry. (laughs) I'm afraid what it would do emotionally to the younger ones. 
What? The younger ones who are inside playing video games, not giving a shit what you're doing. Oh, wow. We haven't even gotten that rule. You've jumped ahead of the rules. (laughs) But they go ahead. I mean, like, the whole idea that... I don't understand what him going on a date has to do with the younger ones they and what it would do to them. At all. I feel in a lot of ways he's trying to project his fear of possibly going out. Because I could totally see that. You've been brainwashed this whole time to not date. I'd be terrified. I think something bad's going to happen. I mean, why else would you be brainwashed? He doesn't know he's brainwashed. <laughs> why else He'll would your parents not want you to date? Right. There we go. Oh, it's just a lot. But as Dana just mentioned, the next rule that came up um, was they were granted video games. Um, (laughs) This cracked me up because watching these two boys play video games for the first time, which where did they get the TV? I thought there was no TV. I don't know. I couldn't tell if it was already there and they just weren't allowed to use it. it Maybe. Do you think the parents watch TV at night? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I'm just thinking, what if a major news story happened? Do they block them from that? I mean, don't you need some... I would just think you need something. Right. Especially if it's something like potentially dangerous in your area and you just have no contact with the outside world. Right. It's just a lot, but <laughs> they're playing video games. And to be completely honest, <laughs> Jacob says, I see no value in it. <laughs> James says, I feel guilty right now, but I love it. He was my favorite. Oh my gosh. He was so Don't funny. we all feel a little guilty when we're doing it? It's a guilty pleasure. Yes. He just defined it for us. He hadn't been brainwashed enough to hate it. Well, he was 11. I mean, he's still in the age where it wasn't yet ingrained, mm-hmm. but. He was like, this is great. <laughs> all for it what kills me is they go outside suddenly to the dad granted this is maybe the day after the rule change and the dad says i believe my children are becoming mind numb robots totally oblivious to everything else that's going on because they paid video games for 10 minutes you know what i think i think tim slash jim is actually really lazy and doesn't want to do the work. Isn't that every dad in this show, though? Yeah, he's afraid that the kids are going to be focused on something else than doing his damn farm work. Well, I think, so, I read somewhere, it might have been in the manual, what his normal job is. He, like, drives around to other farms, and either he helps deliveries or something. He's not Mm. home a lot. Apparently, neither is Calvin. Well, Calvin's in college. I don't know how he was allowed to do that, but he is in college. And mom's not happy about it. You'll see that. If you decide to go read this manual, mom does not like he's in college. (laughs) How dare you get educated? (sighs) But, I mean, the whole thing's just... It's crazy. It's a lot. (laughs) It's crazy. Going back to Kathy at the other house, she's closed-minded, or excuse me, called closed-minded by Samantha, the girlfriend. The offense this woman took to being, oh my god, called closed-minded. How dare you? You are closed-minded. That's why she got so offended, because she knew it was true. I just, in that, it was a very eye-opening moment to realize that people in general that are a bit more on the closed-minded side, that aren't open to society around them and the differences that come with new times and new periods in the world 
they don't, but they're very unaware how close-minded they yes. are. They think all of us are in agreement. It's, it was a right. shock. It's like one of those things you know, but until you hear it again, you're like, you didn't know that? <laughs> but it was like night and day, the differences in the openness of each family to accept the other mom's suggestions or traditions like the Tonkovich family who is more liberal they're like yeah sure we could you know clean up more around the house we could help out more we could you know focus more on family values where the Stockdale family was like nope nope absolutely not not doing that don't care the boys were willing yes it was the the dad husband no even he opened up the husband and the kids were willing to at least try things they pushed back but in the end they were ultimately always willing to try for her mm-hmm. kathy on the other oh we'll get there i'm not even let's we're jumping ahead so um at the point where she's ready to go have them go on their dates calvin once again the oldest brother takes Lori aside and just says to her going out has certain connotations <laughs> yeah, maybe in the 1920s, like, right. we're in the early 2000s. Like, it does not have a certain connotation. No one is going to see you at a restaurant with some females and assume, oh, <laughs> they're going to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, they go on their date, and right away, it, it goes so well that Calvin comes back and says, oh, he'd like to do it again. First of all, I want to know where they found these girls. Because there was no real introduction to them. Mm-hmm. You saw him call her awkwardly and ask her out. How did he get this number? Because when I they met, like, they were introducing each other to each other. I don't know. Maybe they're in, like, homeschool groups or, like, church groups or something. It I don't know. Weird. It was weird. Um... But amazingly, they went out for a meal and nobody walked out of the restaurant pregnant. Yet. Still a chance. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think they went out again. (laughs) No. That was probably banned as soon as Kathy got home. Oh, my gosh. So, like Dana was saying earlier, um, she did, oh, excuse me, they, Lori ruled that they were going to write a rap. Um, Her son's a rapper, so... They wanted to go ahead and, you know, open up the world to different music. And like Dana was saying, one of the lines that was written was literally, we used to live in the city. There was shooting and killing. Now we live in the country where we're just chilling. At the moment that they read it, it's hilarious. It's it's, it's actually a really nice line. But then you go 10 years in the future when everything goes down between the murder that happened within this family and you're like... it's just shocking. The right. fact that, you know, they keep attributing this behavior to the city. This only happens in the city. This happens in the city. There's a whole podcast about small town murders. Mm-hmm. It happens everywhere. everywhere. I just, ugh, crazy. Now, if they had said, you know, they moved out of the city to just raise their children as they see fit, not even talking about because of violence, sure, I get it. Right. That's not why they moved. No. They're just closed-minded. Anyways. So, like we were saying about Kathy, (laughs) they finish up the experiment, and they're about to do their swap again, and they go home, and, you know, they go to them, and they say, so what did you learn? Kathy, and I quote, says, I have a better idea as to what I don't want my family to be. 
I can't think of anything here from this family that I would want to bring back. Why was she why even allowed? Right. I, just, I just don't understand why you would sign up for this experiment knowing what's coming. I mean, they don't have a TV, so they've never seen an episode. How did they even find out about it? <laughs> <laughs> I watched that a lot. <laughs> Someone sent them a Morse code <laughs> message. But you know what? If someone else is signing you up for this, oh, wait, I wonder if production maybe saw the band once and was like... Maybe. All right. Well, we don't know, so... (laughs) We need this family on our show. I'm just thinking, though, if someone signed you up for this, I would assume it's because they want you to get help. They want you to see a different side of the world. I don't think it worked. No, because at the very end of every episode, they kind of show you what the families took back and what they kept, what they learned, what they got rid of. The Tonkoviches learned structure. They yes. admit it. They go, you know, this was really nice for us. We could use a little more structure in our family. Everyone has chores now. Everyone's kind of doing their part to chip in. We're all, you know, looking for jobs. It was great. I, they really... They took away from this probably better than a lot of these families. Though, Absolutely. What the Stockdales learned. And I noted all three because there were only three. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. There were only two. <laughs> How to start writing their own music. Congrats. Great. And they kept the video games. But it's now a token reward. And I'm sure it's the highest token reward. Probably unattainable. And I'm sure it's like... <laughs> 50 tokens for 10 minutes. Well, the other side of that is, did they keep the video games or did they keep it for the cameras at the end? I was wondering that too. as soon as it turns off, Chuck. Because if they weren't allowed to have TV, I find it very hard to believe that they would give them video games. Like, at least for TV, if they had just local channels where they could watch something educational, I could see them allowing that, but video games, I don't know. I mean, I hope they kept them for the boys' sake, just right. to give them something, something. fun and mindless but to at do. at the same time, those games are probably vetted so deeply. I mean, what are they playing? Oh, my. It's probably like, <laughs> I'm like, trying to think of what was out in 2008. Like, that was, I was thinking even earlier. They were playing Mixed Up Mother Goose, which I used to play <laughs> Paper on boy. the computer <laughs> when I was like five. Right. <laughs> We do not have fun. It's <laughs> not what life's about. Mm-mm. Anyways, this has been a whirlwind. Like we said, the murder itself did not have a lot. But I mean, just when you hear about this murder and then watch the episode, which I encourage all of you to, to do. We told you all, search. Yes, it's getting to us. <laughs> but we encourage all of you to go watch this episode. And, you know, email us back. Let us know what your thoughts were. Maybe we missed something. Um, Tipsytrials at gmail.com. But <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I think it's time for us to give our final rankings. Yes. Oh, um, this is a tough one, I feel like. All right. It's a little harder for you than me. So. <laughs> all right. Let's go four. Four, I think, for me, unfortunately, is going to have to be the natural lime. I just, I don't know. I just didn't love it. I like lime in certain drinks, but it's not, like, an all-around favorite flavor for me. And it just, it just didn't do it for me. So, that's my number four. Um, I'd say four is actually 
actually tougher than I would think just because automatically I would think orange, but the orange is not overly strong. Um, I think that's still where it's going to land just because it might have been the can that I got. But you know what? It, it's it's not bad. Like, I would drink it again. Yeah. It's, it's a very light four. Um, overall for that was probably for me 3.5. Yeah, I'd give the lime like a three. Okay. Um, number three. Number three. I'm going to have to go blackberry. Okay. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like the flavor wasn't really accurate. You were right. It did have sort of a medicinal taste, but not in a good way for me. I don't know. I mean... I feel like I'm ranking some of these harshly, but to be honest, I would drink all of these again. It's just where they ended up for me. What are we doing here if we're not rating these harshly? Right. <laughs> we are the critics. <laughs> we do this for you. This is hard work. But yeah, I'd say three out of the ranking, overall ranking, three and a half. Okay. I think my number three is going to be the lime well I do enjoy it and it's probably my citrus if I am gonna have a citrus it's still lime it's still not my favorite um I'm gonna put it with the orange at three and a half though I don't think it's any higher than that for me of the overall I'm honestly impressed you gave any citrus flavor over a one so I'll take it <laughs> <laughs> in this path let's yeah. not get ahead of ourselves again they're all very light and I think that that definitely helps, right. especially with the day drink ability. Um, number two. Number two for me is probably the blackberry. Oh, yeah. well, we already know that because we know what our number one we is. We know what our number one is. <laughs> you know what our number one is. Yeah, the blackberry, I like it a lot more than the lime or the orange because, of course, it's not citrus versus berry. But... It does still have that medicinal side. Honestly, it's not that much higher than the others. It's probably still only a 3.75 or so overall. Mm -hmm. But it is more palatable for me than the citrus just because I handle berry a lot better. Right. So my number two is Blood Orange. I liked it. I just didn't like it the best out of the pack. I'd give it a four. Okay. And then, of course, our number one, which we already know it's overall five because <laughs> we rated it five, was the cranberry. Um, this is a flavor that will be going next to my pumpkin spice Bud Light on Thanksgiving Day. Yes. And I will be interchanging my drinking. So if someone <laughs> would like to come out with a turkey seltzer prior to that. Please. Just make me a full dinner. <laughs> like, what are y'all doing? Oh, no, we can get some of Kathy's uh, broth. Bone broth. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh God, she she did lots of stocking before she left. <laughs> well, we think. Well, we'll see. Anyway, oh, it was very good. I enjoyed it. I wish they had a single pack of just cranberry flavors because I would buy it. But overall, I'm really impressed with this pack. I'm glad it wasn't super strong or had a heavy alcohol flavor and. At the same time, that's where the danger of a pack like this comes yes. in. Those hearty drinks that you know are full of alcohol that go down like water. Mm -hmm. Hydration is important, and that's why we drink seltzers. Yes. So, 
please drink responsibly. With seltzer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we want to go ahead and conclude this by reminding you to like, follow us, comment, whatever you have to do, share it on all of the platforms, wherever you're listening to this, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, wherever you might have found us. Go ahead and also follow our social medias on Instagram and Twitter at Tipsy Trials. And if you have any suggestions, thoughts, feedback, please email us at tipsytrials at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We're always looking for new stories or seltzers to try, so please send us your suggestions. And with that, I guess we can wrap it up. Yes, court is officially adjourned. adjourned. We will see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.